Hey, Slam Nation, I'm Terry Molinero, your late night host here on The Slam. Join with me, we have the extremely knowledgeable Anne-Marie Covert. She's a psychotherapist out of Lindsay, actually. Her business is MindJoy Counseling, so she's counselor, psychotherapist, amongst many other things. But most importantly, from talking with her, I'm just really getting that she cares about people and she wants to see people just free from the things that might be holding them back in life or giving them resources so they can better understand it. We're talking about anxiety, amongst other things. So I feel like um, anxiety, words like this, I think even depression to some to some extent too, they have become so commonly um, used and spoken about, which I think mm-hmm. is good because you're at least addressing them now or bringing into the light. But was there like a shift that went on? I feel like, what was it? Like maybe five to seven years ago and all of a sudden this like sprung up. Do you have like any insight as to why that might have been? Or maybe like I'm completely off, but this is just what I've observed in my own life. Yeah, you know what? Anxiety is a much more household name. Everybody knows about it. Like when I was in high school, we didn't talk about it. Not very much. Yeah. Now we talk about it all the time. Almost too much. And I'm very careful when I say that because I'm all about awareness, but we're actually starting to make people afraid of any type of anxiety when some anxiety is healthy. Like sometimes it's okay to have a bit of anxiety, but understanding what anxiety is can Mm -hmm. help people understand is mine healthy or unhealthy. Ooh, do you think the term has kind of been used like loosely a lot? Yes. Yeah, I do. And again, I want to be careful because awareness is so important. So many people suffer in silence. So I'm glad we talk about it. But I think we need to add to that. Like, what is anxiety? Not just I have anxiety. Like, what is it and how do I cope? How how would you personally as as a professional like describe anxiety? Yeah, anxiety basically is a dysregulated nervous system. That sounds fancy. I'll break it down. Break it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a simple man. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It's good. Uh, So we all have an alarm bell in our body. It's called a fight or flight response. Okay. It's there to protect us. You know, so if a bear was chasing me in the woods, the fight or flight would kick in. So I'd run away or try and fight it back. There's also a freeze response, which would make me lie down and play dead. Is that common in people? Just like a bit of a side note, because I feel like I don't hear that response as much as I hear like the, oh, like run into action or something. Like I don't really hear a lot of the whole freezing. Do you experience a lot of that? Like a lot of it. A lot lot of people people are living in freeze and don't realize it because it looks like depression. The alarm bell. Yeah. Yeah. The alarm bell is there to protect us. And a lot of physical things happen in our body when the alarm goes off. Our heart beats faster. It pumps more blood to our extremities. So I could run if I needed to, or I could fight if I needed to. It releases a stress hormone named cortisol and it releases an active hormone named adrenaline in my body. And a lot of other things, everything from dilating your pupils to switching off your digestive system because you don't need to digest your sandwich right now. You need to be able to run or fight. That's anxiety. Switching off your, I've never heard that before. Switching off your digestive system. A lot of people think they have irritable bowel syndrome and they actually have anxiety. Because it just kind of, well, of course, we're not going to get too graphic there, but um your functions, it just kind of shuts down. And so that's okay. Yeah. Your brain is so smart and it prioritizes. So it says you don't need to digest right now. Right now it's about life or death. So you need to be protected. So all the blood gets focused on your muscle groups. You know what? When I hear things like anxiety and, and I apologize because I feel like I'm going to start jumping too far all over the place. But even with panic attacks, I often hear things because we just spoke a little bit a while ago how a lot of times situations in the past are manifesting themselves in the present yeah. with things on different things like that. Yeah. But I usually hear like a start date yeah. where people who have done some of the work say, 
I remember six years ago or remember there's a situation that happened when I was younger with a parent or something like Mm -hmm. that. And this is what triggered that. So very often I hear about a start, but I don't really hear much about like an end to it. And I know we're coming at this from a Christian perspective as well. Yes. So not to put a blanket on it, but I do believe that all things really are possible. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but talking about the process of it, like practically, are there things that people can do to like put an end to anxiety in their life? Or is this something you just have to live with the rest of their life? No, you can absolutely overcome anxiety with the proper tools and awareness. The problem is a lot of people think they have anxiety because they don't think well. So they do therapy or try to think better. But if it's a nervous system, physical response to fear, we need to heal the nervous system. And so people are living with a constant alarm bell going off that gets triggered out of nowhere. That's why someone could be sitting at their desk at school and get a wave of panic and anxiety overcome them. They get a full-blown panic attack because they're getting all these alarm bells going off and there's no threat. There, mm. there was actually, there's no bear. There's nothing coming at them. There was no thought. It's just the physical because the nervous system got triggered. And in order for this to take place, is there always going to be a trigger, even if you don't recognize it or not? Is it like a subconscious thing? Yeah, it's usually subconscious because our body's always taking in information. Mm -hmm. So it could be a sight, a sound, a smell. It could be because they just noticed their heart rate got a little elevated and that triggered a chain reaction. But we can still heal it by healing the nervous system, doing exercises that actually calm our body down. Oh my goodness. If you're listening right now, how good is this? We are just going through so much good, amazing things because that is one of the main things that I want people to get out of tonight, even just speaking with you beforehand and um, knowing that when people struggle with things, even like anxiety, this does not have to be the rest of your life. You can actually be free from this if you do the work, if you put the right things in place. And that is exactly why our friend Anne-Marie Covert, the psychotherapist, is here with us this hour. In just a few moments, we're going to be getting really practical. We're going to be diving into exactly what we can do. Maybe even step by step, we're going to see how it plays out on uh, what we can do to finally overcome anxiety or start that process.